Hi everybody, Brent here. I'm just stepping in ahead of the show here and want to let you guys know this episode, after everything's said and done and you outro goes, stay tuned. There's like another five or six minutes of post-show that I decided to tack on as a little treat because we got really off topic after the show and just went down this weirdest rabbit hole that was freaking hilarious. So just stick around, you won't regret it. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi, and welcome to the RPG Show. My name is Brent. I'm your host. Today with me, I have two people. I won't give them any adjectives, except for these. First, we have the indomitable, the intrepid, the magnificent, the flatulent, Nick Gantner. How you doing? Wow. Dude, I don't even have gas. What is wrong with you? Many things. There are many things wrong with me, Nick. Well, I'm getting over the flu, so that's great. Well, hopefully you'll feel better. I mean... We better, because my birthday's Friday, so... It is. Fucked up. Is that right? Damn straight. All right, good call. All right, how about Glenn? Don't tell me magic isn't real. Landrum, how you doing? Well, still believing in magic. Still believing in magic. Hey, man, that's what it is. We got some... Uh... You believe in magic? Is it in a young girl's heart? <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for that one. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> we got a lot of stuff to do today. Uh, we got a few things to cover. First, I want to tell you guys a quick story, because I was... Uh, I teased Nick and Glenn about this before we started, started the show. I just wanted to share it on air because it was really dumb, and it happened, I think, the night before last. But uh, me and my wife land in bed, and all of a sudden there's this obnoxious buzzing. Like, it could be a bug, but it's way louder. And at first we thought maybe something was, like, in the air conditioner because, you know, they'll rattle from time to time or whatever. And so I go up, and I'm fidgeting with the air conditioner. The fucking buzzing's not going away. I turn the air conditioner off, buzzing's not going away, and wife's like, it's gotta be a bug in the window or something. I'm like, it's too loud. Like, this is loud. Like, you could hear it over the TV, mostly over the air conditioner. It was absurdly loud. So, I'm like, alright. So, I, I, I grab a flashlight and I go outside to see if I can find, like, a bug stuck under the air conditioner or whatever. And as I go outside, this, it's, if anybody's ever been real close to, like, a like a malfunctioning transformer like after a bad storm like at least down the like you can hear those bastards down the road that's how loud this buzz was and i get around back to the the window and then i realize it's not even coming from the window it's coming from the tree next to the house and so i go up underneath the tree and it's just again all i can hear is this buzzing this tree is filled with like Cadias or whatever, June bugs, just somebody is like they are looking to get busy in that fucking tree. So I'm like, I have to, I have to go to sleep. Like it's like ten o'clock at night. I have to go to bed. I'm like, what do I do to shut these bugs up? 
So uh, I have a broom in my hand because I was going to use it to clear the window. I'm like, no, no, no. I can't, like, whack the tree with the broom because then my face is just covered in, like, bugs doing it and just have, like, bug jizz all over my face or whatever. So I just look around outside and I see my dog has a basketball in the backyard that she likes to play with. And so I just pick up the basketball and chuck it at the tree. And it was like like a plague. Then there were bugs that flew out of that tree. It was like a nightmare. I was almost thought I was having a nightmare. This shit was ridiculous. Nice. <laughs> Should have made a, a homemade flamethrower and just torched it. But like, just the image of me in the backyard with a flashlight, a broom, and my underwear throwing a flat-ass basketball at a tree to get rid of some bugs is not a... If that's not a funny image, I don't know what it is. That's great. It, no, it's disgusting. It probably, I mean, you know, dick hanging on one side, doing what you got to do, right? Um, <clears throat> I think I'm done. I think I'm done for today. No, you're not done. I'll catch y'all later. <laughs> get back here, you jackass. All right. Well, first thing we're going to do today, we got a bit of news to cover. Uh, uh, Nick pointed this out to me a couple of days ago, or was it yesterday? But the news broke that we uh, Star Ocean 5 was announced. Isn't that right, Nick? Damn straight it was. So, Which I was really surprised about because Trice just got bought out by a mobile company. And I'm like, what the fuck? Good night, sweet prince. And then they're like, oh, hey, we're teaming up with, with uh, Square Enix. We're doing Star Ocean 5. And I'm like... Damn skippy you are. Yeah, so if only you can do another Valkyrie profile. Come on. So they're they're still developing the game and Square Enix is gonna be the, the, the publisher for it. So um they'll still have most of the control over what goes into the game. And they actually did you see where they released the full title for the game too? Yeah, it's like faithlessness or some shit. Integrity and faithlessness, and it's like six thousand light years from Earth or some crap. Um now, I haven't played a Star Ocean in a while, but remind me what the gameplay was like in Star Ocean 4, Nick. Was it sort of, it was active real time? It was like, they tried to improve upon Star Ocean 3, mm-hmm. but, like, it felt a little different, not everybody liked it. It's also a big issue, like, most people didn't like it if they played it on Xbox, because there's an issue with, like, all the discs switching out. Um, the remake, or the, the report, whatever... The definitive edition that got put out on the PS3 was much improved, but by the time, like most people didn't want to play it because they just got done beta testing it on the 360, and they're like, "Really?" Okay, all right. But I I don't even like Star Ocean three or four. Like I like one and two. Well, they're way better, in my opinion. Well, I'm looking at some of the pictures for this game, and it it looks pretty sweet. So, we'll have to see. Uh, they haven't released any sort of release date for it yet, but um, we'll keep an eye on that. And if we get any when of any other cool announcements for any releases coming out, uh, we'll be sure to let you guys know about it. Do you have any experience with the Star Ocean games, Glenn? I actually never got into them. Alright, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Besides everything. It's alright. It's alright, mate. Let's not make... Glenn feel like less of a man. Uh-huh. You do that enough on a daily, Brent. Fuck, really? All right. Kind no, of a dick. Now I feel terrible. All right. We actually got an email, guys. Whoa! So, what? Yeah, I know. Is it, is it them shit-talking us? 
I hope it's some shit talking us. You know, I was kind of expecting the first one to be some mind shit talking us, but this guy, and to me, like he just opens with a joke because he's like, "Hey guys, Keith here." I'm like, "Ooh, hopefully he didn't listen to the <laughs> Yee's episode yet." When I just down his namesake like an asshole, but still listening, Keith. Have you listened to Yee's three? It's fine. I like you. You sent me an email. We're good. We're kosher. Um, Except your name sucks. And and use punctuation in your email next time. It's fine. I touched it up. I got it. We're good. We're we're solid. We're fine. Uh, if anybody else wants to send us an email, that email is podcast at the com. And if you got a bad mouth us and tell us we're shit, that's fine. I'll just forward it with, to Nick because he likes those kind of things. I'll read it aloud and laugh the whole time. All right. <laughs> he says, awesome show, guys. Makes me feel nostalgic. I have a bunch of memories playing old RPGs as a kid. What are you, some of you guys' favorite gaming memories? So um, we can go around the table and just give one or two examples of like awesome gaming moments. We don't have to restrict them to RPGs if we don't want to. If you want to, that's fine. Uh, but Glenn, you go first. I actually have two, one for RPGs and one not. First one, I was probably, oh, I don't know, six or seven, playing a little RTS called Red Alert. And just doing a mission for hours, it was taking me forever. It was the first time I ever did the hardest difficulty. And my dad comes storming into the room, telling, asking me if I know what time it is. I glance at the clock. It's 3 a.m. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I ever stayed up past midnight. And then uh, the only other one with RPGs was uh, the first time I beat Final Fantasy X, which was one of my first experiences with JRPG genre to begin with and i remember beating it just setting down my controller walking out of the room and being so damn depressed by that ending i didn't pick up the game for probably two or three months damn well that's that's you think 10 is depressing go play nine all the way through that's a depressing game i can't (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there all right uh well it's a psn thing we could play it on that psp yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it'll be a title we get to for sure. Like, I'm, that's one I'm definitely excited to replay. But uh, speaking of which, we are playing Wild Arms. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, how about you, Nick? You got any awesome memories? Um, I think just I might have mentioned it last time we were just talking about random stuff. When I my dad's work friend or whatever brought over Wild Arms the first time. And he popped it in, and you like watched the little intro song. I, I don't know, like it just resonated with me. Like I got such a sense of adventure out of it, like it brought me to tears. And then I was like so pumped to actually play the game. And it's still one of my favorite PS1 RPGs. And I am so excited we're playing it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's it's probably like my definitive moment. I think. Like I've never like cried at a game before or since then. So, uh, whatever. Um. Other than that, like, I don't really have anything else that really sticks out to me besides, like, finally finding a copy of Valkyrie Profile in some random Toys R Us in New York when I was, like, 11 or 12. And then, like, I was visiting my aunt up there, and we just randomly decided to go to Toys R Us, and they had, like, it was one copy of Valkyrie Profile for, like, 40 bucks, when at the time it was going for, like, 70 or plus, whatever, on eBay or some shit. And, like, I took that shit, and I played the fuck out of it nonstop for, like, two months. Wow. 
I love Trace so much. Uh, I wish they made more games, but oh well. I mean, if you want to make a good game, you got to take your time on it, right? Except they haven't released anything over uh, seas in a while. Like they've been making a bunch of Vita games or something and mobile games. So yeah, that's them's the breaks. Well, that's, that's where the money's at. That that's where the money's been been at over in Japan. Like it, people aren't sitting down in front of the TVs playing video games anymore. So ah, uh, we'll see what that means for us over here. Probably not good news, but you know. Not uh, if you like JRPGs, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, in particular, there's two. And first, you know, when I first got into RPGs and I was playing a lot of Final Fantasy VII, here's the deal. I was playing on a, a family member's PlayStation 1, and I couldn't use the memory card. So all I knew was there's this awesome game I'm enjoying playing. I was really young at the time. like I would have been like 10 years old. And uh, probably younger. I'd have to do the math on that. Because I know he got it when it was a new game. And I was playing, was, what year did it come out? 98, 97? No, 96, 97, 98, somewhere around there. Yeah, so I would have been like 7, 8, 9, somewhere in that area. So I knew there was this game I was enjoying playing the fuck out of. And there are three discs to this game. Three! And all I'm doing over and over again is playing as far on the first disc as I could. Because to me... Like, the fact that you would have to save and then pick up to beat a game was new. Because everything I'd ever played before, you could play in a day. Like, you know, all these platformers, uh, are, you know, arcade-ish style games, you could play through in a day. You know, like, there are games that had passwords, but that it really wasn't that necessary. Like, for most of what I played, it was, you could play it in a day. So, I keep playing, I keep playing, I keep playing, I get to about the same part. And it's I get to about midway through, like, uh, Shinra Tower. Every time. Like, about the same. Sometimes I'd get to the bosses. Sometimes I wouldn't. And I remember for the first time, like, eventually, eventually, I wore him down. He's like, all right, you can use this, this memory card, and you can save stuff on this. But don't touch this other one. I'm like, yes, yes. So I'm playing. I get to save. I remember the first time I did the the motorcycle mini game, and then you you beat the motorcycle mini game, you kill the boss, and then you're out in this open world, and it blew my mind. This is the first time I had experienced anything like that. Like the entire game just changed, like shifted gears from being, you know, you're you're following this linear path to like you're out in this world. Like you get the overworld music, which is epic, is crazy. Number two is I'm not ashamed of the, like I've been playing Warcraft now for years and to this day nothing will beat key moments in that game one in particular is when I got to kill Lich King like that was a very challenging fight you know it was me and nine people actually like people I really didn't know that well I'd been you know filling in in their raids for week after week after week and i did a good enough job to like hey man come along we'll get you a lich king kill and it took us like three or four tries and down he went and that was the first time i had like i'd raided before that was the first time i had gotten to relevant in-game content and like saw what a small percentage of people were seeing and it it was awesome so yeah good times 
Well, that's good. Good to hear. I mean, hey, I get pumped, right? Right? Whatever. Uh, so, thank you, Keith. Thanks for the email. It's an awesome email. Thanks for sending in questions. Again, anybody can send in questions, comments, or complaints. Podcast at the RPGshow.com. If you I have thought, a complaint. What's the complaint? Did Keith include one of his moments? No, Keith did not include a moment. Keith, you need to email us back with a moment. That's that's awesome point. Yes, Keith, why don't you give us some moments? Give give us some moments. We would appreciate. It. We want to hear back from you, Keith. Awesome name, by the way. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, I have a couple questions I came up with for you guys, uh, mostly about the show and what we're doing here. First, hate that, it. Don't want to do it anymore. Really? <laughs> is, is that how you feel, Nick? I mean, let's talk about. It. Let's talk it through, bud. Let's you know how it is. You know how to do that shit. All right, all right. Uh, I was thinking that we split our aesthetics category into two, and we do one for sound, music, one for visuals. I'm okay. Uh, with that. I'm okay with that. All right. If we do that. Who wants to fix the sheet? <laughs> it's it's not hard to fix. Uh, yeah, then you can fix the sheet, Nick. Um, right, thank fine. you, Nick, for stepping up. <laughs> and uh, It's really not hard. You just add another category. Yeah, okay. We'll fix the sheet. There you go. You'll have to give new scores for the, like, can, the aesthetics, though. You can, you, can, you can apply mine same across. And then I'll just, make, right. I'll just do new scores moving forward. Sure. So, that said, we'll do story, gameplay, sound music, and visuals. Awesome. Third, second, that's not a third question. This is a second question. How, what are we, alright, how do we define an RPG? Like, what is our set of standards that makes a game an RPG? And not, like, an adventure game or an action game or so on and so forth. Ah, See, with this one, I got to split between Western and JRPGs. Like, JRPGs are going to be the linear story and the defined characters. Whereas with the Western RPGs, they're more about being able to build your own character and customizing them to how you like. Yes, but still, what distinguishes that game from another genre entirely? Like, is it a system of menus? Is it purely that you can upgrade and improve your character over the course of a game? Like, what makes it an RPG? That's a difficult question, Brent. I know. That's why I'm asking it. Because in the olden days, it was there was a clear divide on what it was. But now yeah. everything nowadays borrows from everything else. Mm-hmm. So you'll have like action RPGs that are like, oh, there's a hint of role playing in this. You can level up your character. You can level up your skills. You can customize your hat. And like, yeah, there's a nice little story to go along with it. So, so let me ask you. This is an example. Would you say that? The Zelda games are RPGs? No. Why not? Um, the focus is more on adventure, less on an actual like telling of a story, I would say. 
I like, think the adventure in those games is very story driven. Yeah, I'm not, I would have to call it an action RPG. I mean, role playing game. You're playing the role of Link. You're li- every game you play, you're literally playing the role of somebody. So yeah, that's not a valid argument. Not every game seems to have these elements nowadays. Like, the first Legend of Zelda, definitely not a role-playing game, in my opinion. It's an adventure game. Okay, yes, I will say the first one. I will and agree the second the one, one, the side-scrolling one, that everybody hates, also an adventure game. Why does everybody hate that game? I've never played it, I can't say. I'm not a big fan of Zelda, so... I got you. That's fine. I'm just using it as an example. But see, like, because that's one of those games to me that's on a really weird line between the two, right? Because it's it's heavily story driven, but there's not much in character progression. Like, you get new gadgets, but to me, that's just a new way to solve a new puzzle, right? Like, that's just adding complexity to the puzzles that are the dungeons. And well, yeah, not really much else. Link is interacting with the world, but he's not interfacing with the world. Yeah. So, like, he's doing things. You're doing things as Link, but you're there's you're just a gen. You could be anybody. You can literally shove anybody in Link's spot. Like, you can shove a random NPC in Link's spot, and they do the same exact things, and it's a different game. It's not like it's the same exact game. It's not a different game. Like, there's no change in the story. There's no change in anything. But can that random other person hold the Triforce of Courage? Sure, they're the new hero of time, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> like it's you just change what they look like, and it's the exact same game because he doesn't he doesn't interface with anything. Okay, but like, then, like, neither do your characters in the first Final Fantasy game. Sure, but it's not an action game. Okay, and that isn't and that game is an RPG simply because there's a level like you level up. Well, because I guess the gameplay and the and the the, the I guess the the way that the game progresses. Like, okay. So if you were to give me three criteria for a game that could go on our list to play, what would those three criteria be? Like, it needs X, Y, and Z to go on the list of games we can play. Aside from when it was released and what it was released on. Let's throw those out the window. But just three criteria to end up on our list. What would they be? I don't know, Brent. So, like, uh, clear, defined character progression? Would you say, like, that's one? I give it that. As no, well, because uh, we just played yeah, the East games, and Adol doesn't he like, have up. character progression. He levels up. And... Well, I'm, I thought you meant like as a character. Well, I'm not talking necessarily from story. I'm talking about like the way the game plays. Okay, sure. Character progression. Okay. Sorry, Glenn. Go, Glenn. I was going to say clear, defined story. Clear, like, okay. Like, it has a definitive narrative. It has the act. It's got that. Okay. Alright. Alright. So, clear character progression, clear story. Now, is there anything else that we say would make it an RPG? Because this is where I'm kind of stuck, right? Because if under these criteria, these games aren't really RPGs. They're just like action games. 
Well, it's not a bad description for them. They, they did play very similar to action games. Nothing? Nobody's got nothing? No. This All is right. like you play one and you know what it is. All right. All right. Well, like, I don't know what to tell you, Brent. I guess it depends. I'm not on... a goddamn genre, like, savant. A genre savant? What's a genre savant? Genre savant. Okay. All right. I heard genre. Fuck you. Maybe later. All right. So those are our questions. Now that I've pissed all, everybody off with the tough questions, let's let's lighten it up a little bit. Lighten it up. We decided uh, we are going to kick off our 2015 Summer Mage Fest. Welcome to the Arcade Odell for Mage Fest 2015. Twelve mages enter, one mage leaves. Who will be titled this year's champion? All right. The way this is going to work is today we are going to do the draft process and the first round of elimination. And so we're each going to take turns. We're each going to draft four mages. They could be a white mage, summoner, warlock, black mage, mage, sorcerer. Don't care. Magic's their deal. They're eligible. Then each round will proceed as follows. There will be two debaters and a judge. I'm a master debater. I was about to make that joke, goddammit. Well, I go fishing a lot, so that just makes me a master baiter. So there you go. Um, Can't bring your masturbating skills into this master debating. All right. So in different arenas. And since this is this is all subjective, right? I mean, this essentially each round is two people convincing the third person which of their choices should progress into the next round. And at the end of the this whole deal, where we'll have round one, round two, like three or four rounds, finals, and we will crown someone the 2015 best mage champion person until for the year of all time until we do it again and yeah it's basically how it's going to play down any questions yep not that i can think of all right you guys are lively tonight lively more caffeine okay uh nick even or odds? God damn it. Evens. Evens. All right. Nick drafts first. Glenn, even or odd? Odd. Glenn drafts second. I go last. Fantastic. All right, Nick. Round one draft pick. Go. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Gene from Swickenden. Fuck, that was my first choice, too. Suck it. <sighs> boom char, uh, boob charm. Ab- bleh bleh. It's really hard to say boob charm, isn't it? Boob charm. Boob charm. It's not that hard. Say poopy five times really fast. No. It's hard. <laughs> say pianist five times really fast. Pianist, 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 pianist. You didn't do it right. You're supposed to say penis. <laughs> no, I'm supposed to say pianist. That's how you say that word. How much wood would woodchuck chuck if woodchuck could you wood? As much wood as a woodchuck would if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Okay. You're really on a roll here, Brent. What? 
a roll for what? Dragging us out. I what? I'm not trying to drag it out. Like you challenged my ability with tongue twisters, and I responded. You were like, "Say poopy five times fast." It's really hard, poopy poopy. But that's really hard. I'm just saying, like it's not something I thought would be hard until somebody asked me to do it, and then it was hard. All right, Jesus. What's the one about a, a watch? Is it like Russian watch or some shit? I have no idea. I can't do Sally sell seashells by the seashore either. Like that's like S's are my problem. They're my they're my kryptonite. Glenn, what's your first draft pick? Thrall from the Warcraft series. Thrall. All right, I'll allow that. This gonna be hard because I have no idea who that is. Thrall is that's well that's our job. Fine, since no one picked him, I'm taking Vivi. Ha ha. Yeah, I deliberately left him off my list because I figured he'd be chosen. Oh man, because I really wanted Jean too. It makes me sad. All right. Why does it make you sad? If she wins, then she wins. I know. It's great. I know because Jean's awesome. All right. Uh, Nick, round two. Lizard Valeth from Valkyrie Profile. You're about to spell that for me, champ. L e z a r d space v a l e t h. Lizard Valeth, got it. Glennifer, round two. Lulu, Final Fantasy X. More boobs. Less magic. Alright. My number two pick is going to be Tella from Final Fantasy IV. The mage so awesome, he doesn't need to make sense when he talks. You spoony bard, you. <laughs> Nick, round three. Um... Dace or blue, depending how, like, depending on which game she did. Um, it's D-E-I-S. Alright. Or slash B-L-E-U. She's from Breath of Fire. Ah, oh, sweet. Breath of Fire representing. Good. Mage Hawk, Dragon Age 2. Alright. Me. Number three. Let's see. I will choose... Hmm. I'm going to go with Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got to mark one off my list. <laughs> what, what a fuckboy. <laughs> I have an awesome team so far. All right. Nick, your final pick. Leon Diaz Guest from Star Ocean, the second story. All right. Leon... Spell it. L E O N. Yeah, I got space D S. That's D dot S dot space guest G E H S T E. Okay, got it. Probably spelled it wrong. Don't care. Glenn, your final pick. The Wizard, Diablo 3. Oh, that's clever. All right, now, Jean's out, Donald's out, Vivi's out. Who should I pick? Let's see, maybe, hmm, I need some lady action on this list, because I could go Cadgar, Medivh, Gul'dan, and have some Warcraft represented on my list, too. But I need some lady action, so I'm going with Vicky from Suikoden. No, Jaina? 
No, Jaina. Because Jaina's a punk bitch. Okay. Round one should be three things, so I will type them now. Okay. Let's see, who goes for... Wait, what? why is round one three things? So You mean like three separate... Yes. Three, separate... three separate people? No, three separate encounters. So it would be blank versus blank, blank versus blank, and blank versus blank. Right? Yes. Okay. Let me let me pull up my ladder because now I'm confused. You guys gotta stop confusing me. I thought round one would be like six encounters. Uh. No, because we'll divide each. It'll be like so. It'll be blank versus blank, blank versus blank, and then. It'll so do. we'll all have two characters in this round, and then we'll, the second round we'll have two characters. Yep. Okay, makes sense. Got it. And then we'll do the semifinals, where it'll be, you know, like the guys from this, and then we'll do the final free-for-all with the last three. Got it? All right. Yeah, you confuse me. Don't fuck with me. All right. Who wants to go first? So I will pick... Glenn, even or odd? Even. All right. Glenn's in the first round. Why am I... Well, who's making... Jesus. We're sending links in the show. Let's not do that. I don't know. Like, exit that out of there. Okay. All right. Nick, even or odd? Odd. All right. So it's me versus Glenn. Glenn, who is your champion for the first round? I will go with uh, Lulu. All right, Lulu, face off against Tella. All right, Nick, you are the judge, so ask questions at your your will. What do you mean, like ask questions? I thought you were all supposed to like fight and convince me. That well, yeah, we have asked. to know what we, you 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 throw things at us. We we rebuttal. Like this is a debate. Like you, you want so like if the moon was crashing down. What yeah, would they do? yeah. Give present us with scenarios or like, yeah. Pretend do whatever. You're the you're in charge of this round. All right. So each character is faced against the final boss of their game. How long do the like which one lasts longer? Ooh, Lulu cats reflects on self, spams uh, the omega over and over and over. Well, these or, are. I'm sorry, Ultima. Okay. Well, these are both Final Fantasy characters, so my character could do the same. But Tella is the only one in Final Fantasy IV that does magic damage to break max damage. Can Lulu do it? She can do it with her little teddy bear. Incorrect. Waka's the only one that can break max damage in Final Fantasy X. Nope. Her legendary weapon will allow her to break max damage up to Ah. 99,999 through her Tonberry. That's unfortunate. Because I didn't think I was going to get Telesung another granddad. What? Shh, hold on. Alright. Alright, gotcha. Can Lulu cast both white magic and black magic? She can, thanks to the sphere grid. Not only can she do that, but she can also increase her physical stats up to the point where she doesn't need to cast magic if she doesn't want to. But even then, she fights through a little doll. She doesn't even need to hit you. She lets her little thing do it for her. You die by stuffed teddy bear. Tella does not need... Me- he doesn't need a little doll. He doesn't need a doll. He can defeat... Who is... X-Death. He can- He has to fight X-Death. Like, fuck Sin Inject. He has to fight X-Death, bro. 
Like, that's not even a competition. But it's Sin, man. Yeah. Sin casts one spell and levels practically half the planet. No, that's mostly Yavin's magic. Yavin? Is that who it was? Yavin. 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 All right. Okay. But it's not X-Death. Like, that's just, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's only because X-Death hasn't come over. If X-Death were to come over, then we'd see what happened. Well, no. Goodbye, Spira. Goodbye, Spira, I guess. Because if X-Death showed over there, it's the end of the world. And, all right. Okay, uh, I guess, you how many questions do I get? You can ask as many questions as you want. You are in charge of this, this round. So okay. You... Um, all right. Uh, shit. Um, okay. If, if your characters... Zero must my bad, it's not extra. Which one's X Death? Is it I don't know. five? I don't think I played Final Fantasy Four. That's five. Alright, Zero Must. Whatever. Still hard. Um Alright, if your character without stat grinding Um was I guess to encounter Shit, who's a good boss? Um uh, let's see, uh, Sephiroth's meteor, um, like from the Black Interior, whatever. Like, he's, Sephiroth summoned a meteor, and your character has to stop it. How do they do it? Ah, that's an interesting question. Hmm. Hmm. Well, easiest answer is the Black Materia that summons a meteor would have to be countered with the crystals. So he would use the earth crystal, the air crystal, fire crystal, and water crystal, which he is already gathering, or have gathered, to repel Zeromus. So he already has the tools to all the power of the planet itself, right there. Okay. What you got? What you got, Lulu? And tits aren't an answer. <laughs> They're always the answer. God, I hope Lulu has to fight Gene because that's gonna get real fucked up. Gene wins by default. Larger chest size. Gene. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Well, she could simply ultima spam. In fact, she can dual ultima spam if she wanted to. Yeah, Probably not gonna do too much. So uh, I think it's meteor. Could always just go hunt down the black materia and try that. But honestly, I'm not sure what she'd do. I'll give you that one. Yeah, because all of her world-saving power comes from her, her summoner that she is protecting. Like, she doesn't actually have any of the power. It's all Yuna. She's also got the fun little airship she can call on. There's an airship in four. Does it have a giant-ass cannon? Yes. I don't know. I'd say more, though, that the airship belongs to Yuna and Riku. Yeah, it's more Riku. True, but they're all friends, so they'll call on them. Well, why did why do you just be like, oh, well, she calls all her friends. And it's like, yeah, let's, let's take down the meteor. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess last question, because this is hard. That's what she said. Um, 
All right, if they were to have coitus, who would last longer? Oh, Tella, Tella is like hands down. He is like an old, old man. All right, so let's pretend he gets it up. All right, let's pretend like he gets it up. All right, because I mean the motherfucker walks around in like a purple robe, so you know he's just a straight pimp. So, because I mean you got to be a pimp to like have a cane, purple robe, and like purple shades. Like, so, I'm going to say, like, that dude has got some stamina, right? Just going to just guess. Because, I mean, he's, you know, while Cecil and Rosa are out in the cabin doing their thing, like, he's got all those other ladies. Well, he just runs a train on? made out of fur and belts. You know she's kinky. Yeah, but it's going to take you 40 minutes just to get out the fucking belts. This bitch is naked underneath that robe. He just drops it. He's ready to go. <laughs> but the question is, who would last longer? Yeah, Lulu, she'd fall asleep before she got the belts off. <laughs> I don't, wouldn't Tella fall asleep, though, before Lulu got the belts off? Unless he was ripping them off of her? Because it's them two going at it. Oh, it's those two going at it? Yeah. Oh, that changes. That changes everything. Because then he would just magic the belts off. Because he's he's the the mage supreme he's a sage that was important in final fantasy 4 <laughs> that just didn't mean crazy old man well i guess it meant crazy old man because he is tell and i i don't know like he's right hand like he only weighs 100 pounds like according to his wiki so i mean he's he's light on his feet i guess but here's the real question if lulu can animate little cactar and tonberry dolls What's to stop her from doing a sex doll? All right, hold on. Let's, let's, let's stop. Hold on one second, right? Like, this isn't even a fair question. Because we all know women last longer than dudes do. He's what? got... You're supposed to be inventive. He's supposed to magic his way to lasting longer. Come on, man. He's an... Like, he's an old man in a purple robe with purple glasses... And he's crazy enough to call someone a spoony bard. Like, I have no idea what he's like in the bedroom. I'm guessing he's crazy as shit. Like, I was expecting you to go off the wall and be like, oh, it doesn't matter because he just fucking nukes her and she dies and then he lasts longer. Well, I'm trying to take the job serious, the question seriously, Nick. Like, I'm trying to imagine this old man trying to get it on with Lulu. Wow. Like, how would that work? I don't know. Be really wrinkly. Yeah. Well, I'm. Mean, All right. Enough about that. Well, he can cast, like, steam all the time and keep it tight, skin tight. So. You know, he might not be that wrinkly. He's hey, got a... You could always use her fury to double cast the lightning spell and do some shock therapy. Uh, yeah, I, got, I got, I get, look, I got nothing on this one. Like, I got the first okay. two, but I got this, that's all, that is, like, that's the ladder match. I'm like, fucker can't climb the ladder. All right. I get all right. That. Uh, so I just well, I pick who I think wins. You pick, you pick your you're the winner. It's all subjective; it means nothing. We're just all do right. it. Let's do it. Um, I'm gonna go with by virtue of being their base selves. I feel like Tella might kick Lulu's ass, but like with the sphere grid, if you invest all that time in Lulu, then it's like there's no there's no challenge for anybody. Like, she will just stomp over everybody. Um, so, I guess I will rate all my judgment 
it's based off of like just regular normal gameplay. So I would say I would I feel like Tela might have a, have the jump on Lulu because he's a dedicated mage, whereas Lulu is just kind of Lulu, I guess. Yeah, and he was he was in Final Fantasy world when Final Fantasies were hard. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it. So I'll give it to Teller this time. Yes. Aww. But Fury Ultima. All right. You could just reflect that shit too, though, right? Yes. You, what you do is you cast reflect on yourself. You then use Fury Ultima on yourself, and it bounces it off. All right, Nicholas. Who is your champion? Gene, obviously. Gene. My champion will be Donald Duck. All oh right. my god. Alright, Glenn. It's Gene versus Donald Duck. Go. Alright. Uh... Shit. <laughs> this isn't difficult. All right. One of their party members is in immediate danger. What do they do? Ooh. What's the danger? Final boss. Is it male or female? <laughs> Neither. It's a robot. Oh. Ha. Does it have male programming? It has no programming other than crush, destroy, kill. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Oh, Nick, that was great. I know exactly what you were going for. Oh, man. Look, no male can resist Jean, alright? You know what the funny part about Jean is? Like, she's the Chiketsu star. That means she's the uh, the noble like noble wisdom star. I'm like, hmm, yeah, no more like the boob star. Look, she can't help that she's immortal, and like everybody just thinks she's beautiful. Yep, alright, but anyway, what are you doing to save your party members, Nick? Um, well, I'm assuming she would have had... Some kind of healing ruin attached, either on her uh, forehead or one of her hands. So she'd use that to heal the dude man or whoever the party member is that's about to get killed. Well, Donald. And then what? Oh. After the first attack, it's just going to keep attacking. I know what Donald will do. Donald is set up to auto potion sub 90% health. So he just auto potions all night long. Yeah, but that's not going to kill the boss, right? Yeah, but that's what Sora and Goofy are for. Oh, if you want to use your team members, then Jean would be in a party of six, so there wouldn't just be one person. Like, she'd help the person that's down, and then everybody else in the party would wreck shit on the boss. Okay. Donald doesn't need a party of six. He just needs a party of two. Plus him. Jean would only need a party of one if you wanted to, but you have to drag the main character along. I like that. You have to drag the main character along. Gene could solo the game. Walk up to the final boss of Suikoden 1, be like, hey babe, what's up? Emperor, Emperor is like, my my wife, who the fuck is that? Bam. War's done. War is done. Jesus. And Donald Duck summons the dogs of war. Yes, that's what, that's what Donald does. I forget what Donald's spells were in fucking Kingdom Hearts. Final Fantasy standards. He's yes. got basic black magic, right? He's got basic black magic, and he knows all the like Final Fantasy people and the Disney people. So 
he has friends, and he's he talks funny, and he would totally bang the fuck out of Gene. That's what he'd do to save his party. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is devolving All right. quickly. Alright, well, Jean would, uh, well, while she's getting banged, would... <laughs> I don't even know. Would you use... Oh, I just wanted Donald Duck to go away so fast. I had no idea. Would you use, would you use her, uh... <laughs> her natural charms to just get a gangbang going and while she's being banged... Alright, this is devolving way, way too far. Let's wait. Next question. Next question. <laughs> You're trapped in a cave. How do you get out? Uh, pretty sure Jean teleports out of there. She's not. She doesn't have teleport. How do you explain her being everywhere in the world at once? No, you don't, because no one even confirms that she's the same Jean. She literally is. No, like it never. Like it's not confirmed in game. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It totally is. It's not. It's hinted at, but it's never confirmed. And the only person that like hints at it is the person that says she's like old, but does not appear so. Yeah, the detective dudes, right? Yeah, and that's it. But they never say like that she's the same Jean. Mm. And Vicky teleports. I don't think Jean teleports. I know. I was fucking around. All right. Don't fuck. Yeah, she can't teleport. Ha ha. Alright, so, Kaven, uh, that's fine. She's already got some dudes that she charmed to be with her in the cave, and they dig her out. Seductive labor. Failing that, she just uses one of her spells and blows the fucking cave apart. Yeah, that's what Donald would do. He just, like, them dug the whole thing out. No, Donald would be like, Ah, I'm a fucking Donald! Ah, and then die, because fuck Donald. That's not how Donald talks. I'm not gonna try, because that would hurt. Like that, like I can't, I can't do that noise. Like I'm, not, I'm not even in the mood to try. So. Yeah, but he would do the same thing. He just spell his way out. I, I don't know. These are lame questions. Pick it up, Glenn. Make it more interesting. Fuck off! I know. <laughs> uh... Oh, your character loses all magic. How do they fight? Ooh, Donald. Donald, there are multiple times in the story where Donald whacks somebody with his 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 cane to great effect. He's like, "You idiot!" and smacks him, and they hurt a lot. Pretty sure he knocks like Squall on his ass once or twice because he's like, "You're an idiot!" and whack. But they call him Leon in Kingdom Hearts for some reason. Yes, I always was like, "That's some stupid stuff." Leon, hi, Leon. My name is Donald. And then knock you the fuck out with this weird little cane. Wow. This whole thing is just going someplace fast. Well, I'm waiting, uh, on, I'm waiting on Nick's response. Like, I'm filling well, dead maybe air. Jean's got a fucking a crystal rod that she can bludgeon people to death with, so... But she never does. She, I've never seen her bludgeon anybody with that. You can use it in battle. But you don't have to because she's a fucking maid supreme and, like, rains death with her magic. So... Like, you don't ever need to physically attack with her. But she can. Besides that, she could use her natural charms to get somebody else to fight for her. Yeah, she does have the charm rune. 
Whatever. Like, all she got to do is flop her tits out or something. Not even, like, just, like, walk around and dudes are drooling all over without her even doing anything. It is unfortunate. The, Donald uses uh, charm, the spell, and wins. He's got no magic, though. Well, then, does your charm rune work? Because we don't it's, even... We're pretty... Like, the, it's pretty obvious that that's why she looks the way she does, is because she has the rune. But the devs have confirmed it's not a true rune. So? It still affects how the person looks and works. Like, it's just not as crazy as the other ones. Like, it's not going to kill her. Have you seen a picture of her? Yeah. Definitely not just the rune that she's got, man. Uh, actually, in Suicoden 3, if the player controls Koroku and talks to her, she asks him to keep how he sees her a secret, implying that her true form may not be human. Oh. What now? Still means she's immortal, so whatever. Actually doesn't mean that, but... I don't know, Donald is fucking... I don't know, I picked him because he was Donald Duck, and I didn't want to pick, like, a Warcraft guy. Like... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go with Gene. Shoves the goddamn rod up her stink hole and says, fuck it, I don't know. Jeez. Damn straight, you go with Gene. Yeah, like, I don't know how I'm supposed to fight against Gene. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Final round. This will be... Oop, oop, no, that's the wrong button. Typey, typey. Clicky, clicky. Glenn, what is your hero? Uh, we'll go with Thrall. Ooh, Thrall. Nick, your hero. Lizard Valeth. Alright, contestants. Give me a brief overview of your character. Go! You can go first, I guess. Alright, Thrall. He is the son of a orc warchief that was back in Dorotar when they came through the Dark Portal. His parents were killed by assassins, and he was adopted by a human who raised him as a gladiator. He eventually freed himself through the help of a young lady, staged a whole rebellion, and basically rebuilt the Horde single-handedly. Then, he decides he's going to be a super awesome shaman, starts running around fixing everything, leading all the horde, then he has to help the dragonflights, and basically stop the end of the world on multiple occasions, actually. Helps kill Deathwing, and becomes an Aspect, one of the most powerful beings on the planet. Okay, Shaman Jesus. Nick, go! Alright, uh, Lizard is a, a very intelligent uh, like sorcerer necromancer guy, but he's also super arrogant, sadistic, scheming, manipulative, unstable, and extremely ambitious. And he almost becomes the Lord of Creation, but is um, halt, uh, stopped by the protagonist of the second game that he's in. Uh, but he managed to avoid avoid Ragnarok by traveling back in time with a time machine, um, like a couple hundred years into the past, um, and then takes a soul of a Valkyrie and tries to fuse his soul together with it. What is um, a, a Valkyrie? Okay, a Valkyrie, like, you know, um, in, 
like uh, Norse mythology, the battle maidens who come down to collect the souls of warriors and take them to Valhalla. Got it. Uh, in this, in the games, there's three of them. There's Silmaria, um, Leneth, and Hrist. Um, and only they all inhabit one body, but they only like they share. There's like three souls in one body, and they each one gets put to sleep, and has to be reawoken whenever their time to be the Valkyries up or whatever. Um, so while Leneth is sleeping, he somehow gets her soul and tries to fuse his soul with hers to become the Lord of Creation, but the main party stops them from happening. But anyway, like he pretty much is like the end all be all of mages in this universe. And the only reason that like he's he's on par with like Loki for like magical talent. Mm-hmm. Okay. But see he got stopped. He was a villain, correct? Yes. Ooh, villain. Alright. That you can actually have on your team. Awesome. Nice. That's pretty cool. Alright. Your hero needs to stop World War Two. How does he accomplish it? Mine goes back in time and kills Hitler as a child. How does he go back in time and kill Hitler as a child? Explain he uses details. The time machine. Time machine. Where does he get the time machine? It's been okay. The time machine was made by uh, another civilization that he just like that was forgotten. He figured out how to use it, powered it up, and used it. Okay, Glenn. How does Thrall stop World War II from happening? Well, he could go back in time by hitting up Chromie, or he can use the fucking horde. Okay, so he's going to participate in World War II? He could, and then single-handedly bash everything with the Doomhammer. But the question was, how do you stop? How do you stop World War II? He stops it by crushing it before it can happen. With another war. So he uses wars to stop war. Yep. He's Thrall. He can do whatever he wants. Green Jesus. (laughs) Oh my god. I That's... Alright. That hurts me, because that's not what Thrall would do. But that's how you want Thrall to handle it, and that's how Thrall handles it. Okay. You're both... So, technically, though, Lezard would actually go back in time, kill Hitler as a baby, and then take his place and actively start World War II, just to be honest. Fair enough. That was an unfair question. Your heroes, slash villains, are faced down with a giant seven-part mechanical bio creature with five heads three mouths and a butthole blasting fire how do they defeat this creature Uh, Simon Wolves chain lightning hit it with doom hammer I mean like what what are the fight mechanics like yeah are you asking like what spells they use or just like how do they like obliterate the thing how do they go about obliterating the thing? Like, what do they do? do, they do? Chain lightning, summon wolves, bash it with a doom hammer. I don't. Okay. Um. Like. Okay, Lizard uses his great magic and like summons fucking prismatic missiles or something, and they they just tear the thing apart. Or he opens a portal to hell and throws the goddamn thing into hell. I don't know what you want from me. Like, or he summons fucking undead creatures and they rip it apart. Okay. I mean, do you want me to go through the enhancement shaman rotation? I don't. I mean, I can. Well, he's pretty much an elemental shaman now. He doesn't use doom hammer too often. This is true. This is true. I mean, he could just summon a giant earth hand. 
and crush it. That's what he did to Garage. Spoilers. Okay. Last and final question. You find yourself in a large square with rope sides and a cloth bottom. No magic avails you. Across the ring is your opponent. They are of the other person. So Thrasy is this dude. And this dude, Lezard, sees a big green orc. What do they do? Go. I, I don't Wait, so, know what you really want. Hit it with Doomhammer. They're in a boxing arena? They're basically in a wrestling arena, yeah. If you say no no magic, then he's just going to smack him with Doomhammer. And even if he loses Doomhammer, he's still pretty damn good at hand-to-hand. All right, Lizard knew this was going to happen, and he's already got a plan in place. So a trapdoor opens underneath Thrall, and he falls down into like a pit of spikes or something. Hmm. I'll allow huh? this. On claw? I have no idea. Like, but bonus points are thinking outside of the box. Like, right. like it says in his character profile that he's skinny, manip- manipulative, and ambitious. Like he wouldn't have to know. Yeah, What's going he, on all the time? He wouldn't have to know if a being from an alternate reality pulled him to a weird wrestling ring where his magic doesn't work. Sure he would. He he avoided being annihilated in Ragnarok. Yeah, but see, he still got defeated, so he couldn't have planned for everything. Like, that's because a Valkyrie was fighting him, all right? Hmm, yeah, but really... Thrall, even minus his magic, is still one of the best warriors in the entire Warcraft universe. I mean, we're talking someone who's gone up against demon lords without breaking a sweat. He took on Garrosh single-handedly and won. He's is, he is, he is a pretty powerful dude. So even uh, without magic and a straight fight, he's almost certainly going to win. That was, an Probably. that was an unfair question. Okay. This is really close. The tiebreaker. We need the tiebreaker. Let's say there's a dinner party, and you have 15 guests each to entertain, feed, and so forth. You cannot kill any of them! How does your perspective, respective hero accomplish this task? Wait, we're just feeding 15 people? And entertaining 15 people. He has the horde. He summons the level 80 Torrent Chieftains. To play shitty music for them? How does he feed them? Again, Horde. He has the entirety of at least Duratar and most of Kalimdor under his control. All of them have the max level chefs that he can call on. Okay. Sure. Alright. How does how does uh, Lazard handle this dinner party? Uh, well, are they, are they in his tower? Sure. Alright, I guess he's hosting them in his... In his magical tower, I guess. Uh, and I'm assuming he's got food and rations on hand. And the entertainment would be watching the heroes climb up the tower and be mauled to death by all the uh, monsters and demons and shit that he's got on every floor below the top floor. Okay. All right. What does he feed them? Whatever they eat in like the Middle Ages, I guess, because that's what he's got. That's not Bread. Very, that's not very specific. I want details. Dude, I don't know. I don't eat shit from like the Renaissance Fair. All this right, is, this is this is this is 
Tiebreaker. All right. Um, turducken. Turducken. You got some turducken on hand. Glenn, uh, what is Thrall feeding for the main course? And one second. Oh, that, uh, he's looking shit up. It's not fair. If you say seafood magnifique, you are disqualified. Because that was 20 levels ago. <laughs> yeah, I haven't kept up with the new cooking skills. Well, I mean, like I said, he's got all of the uh, level 80s. So, I mean, if nothing more, he can call on Chem Storm Stout and get some good beer going. Bah! Generic answers for the lose. Lazard proceeds on to the next round. Woo-woo! I'm two for two. All right. That's the end of that round. I don't know. That was fun for me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I was all right with it. I'm an idiot. Oh, my God. All right, so y'all doing more dudes for me? Uh, What do you mean? Like, is it my turn to judge again? That's the end of round one. Yeah, but we still have two unused characters. Yes, that'll be next time. What, like we're not finishing it today? No, we're doing, like, we're segmenting it, remember? God damn it. <laughs> you just want to finish the whole thing now, don't you? Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, we'll do the next round next time in which we will see Mage Hawk, Wizard, Leon D. Guest, DS Blue, Vicky, and Vivi. So, we'll see that next time. All right. Just to remind everybody, you can visit our webpage. That is therpgshow.com. You can email us, podcast at therpgshow.com. If you like the show, or you hate it, or you just feel like doing us a favor because we're three sad white dudes sitting around talking about obscure things, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a rating and a review. That would really help us out. If you send us an email, chances are we'll respond to it on the show, even if it's a shitty one. We don't encourage that. Like, please, we don't want to just start this. We have 30 minutes every show just to go over shitty emails. If you have a question, you want to talk to us, awesome. Send it in. You have something to say, Nick? Oh, I was just saying, why do I got to be white? Because we're white. You forgot, like, cis- cisgendered scum, too. All right, well, I think that'll do us for this time. Until next time, when we're reviewing Wild Arms. Oh, speaking of which, where's everybody at so far? I know Glenn just got a hold of the game, so he's behind. I just got the sweet candy for show. Nick, have you started? I beat it already. You beat it already? Ah. Would you you just play it while you were sick nonstop? Yeah, pretty much. Fucking Christ. Wow. I'll play it again. I don't give a shit. Play it again. You got to do it again. You got to. Another two weeks. Oh, also, another programming note. We are changing how we're choosing games. So, starting with the end of next review, it will still go in order where somebody will be. Fucking train. All I got is just noise. I got to figure out a way just to not have noise. But. Shut your pie hole. Well, I never stopped talking. That's why I decided to record myself and put it on the internet. Nick. So you can take your fist and shove it up your poop hole. All right. It's too but big. The poop hole? Yeah, I know. But where is that? Shit, now I'm talking about how big Nick's butthole <laughs> is. I'm fucking lost. All right.
what we're going to do is somebody will still be ultimately responsible for the choice that's made, but each host, uh, other host, will come to the table with suggestions for that person to pick. So I'm going to come to the table with nothing in mind. Nick will convince, try and convince me to play one thing. Glenn will try and convince me to play another thing. I will choose on the air, and we'll go from there. If listeners have suggestions for what we should play next, send in an email detailing why we should play, or I should play it, and I will consider that. I will choose an email or two to go up against Nick and Glenn for the choice for the game we play next after Wild Arms. You'll probably beat me, by the way. Like physically? Yeah. Like why would I do that? No, no, I meant like the the viewer emails if they submit a review would probably be more convincing than mine. Oh, well. Probably. But uh I think that'll do us. Anybody have anything they'd like to add? No? No. No, you guys nope. are awesome. Alright. Until next time. Say bye everybody. Bye, bye everybody. Pig's anus. Wow. Thank you for listening to episode four of the RPG Show. And I only picked Donald Duck because I knew no one like listening would see that coming. (laughs) I I actually considered him for like two seconds. I was like, well, what the hell can Donald do? Jack shit. I know he could do jack shit, but I knew like everybody's be like, Donald Duck? What the fuck? He's got the power of friendship. Oh, I didn't even think about the power of friendship. Fuck. Oh, no. He calls on his friends. See, that's the problem with RPG characters is they're all designed to work in a team. If they really came across this problem, that would be their answer. Call on someone else. You done fucked up, Brent. Ah, oh, man, she used power of friendship. Just, just kept repeating power of friendship. <laughs> like, <laughs> power of friendship. <laughs> I had to take it to some weird bestiality place. <laughs> I know, I'm like, what in the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know, like, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you started saying that, I was like, shit, I gotta, I gotta end this now. I didn't know, it was weird. It was weird. Jesus. I mean, that's the way it's gonna go every time somebody has to fight Gene. Just straight up bestiality. Just straight up, nope, just fuck her right in the pussy. Like, that's where it goes every time. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it now. It's like, your whole team is dead. You're at the final fight. You're the only one alive. How does your character win? You're just like, he fucks Gene in the pussy. See, you said you picked four because nobody else would have them on the list. You know goddamn good and well I had Gene on my list. I know, that's why I picked first. <laughs> yeah, I had to be, like, scrambling, Googling who everyone that uh, Nick picked except Gene. Um, and I don't, I have never even played it. I just know who she is because of how she looks. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like, I was talking, what was, I was out to lunch with Brittany and we were talking about, like, if I should do the, uh, the, uh, 
the mage thing or like the Miss RPG beauty pageant. And first, like I still want to do the Miss RPG beauty pageant, but I'd like to actually bring on like a female co-host just for that. So like we're not just a bunch of assholes, right? And uh well, that's part of the fun. I know, but it's also part of the sad. So <laughs> but uh I was like it doesn't matter. She's like why? I'm like it's just going to like I can tell you the top like top there are three people that are going to be in the top 5. And that's like Gene, Quistus, and maybe Tifa, because the three of us would probably like push Tifa out because that's the obvious choice. Yeah, uh, Tifa's awesome. Like, but honestly, if we had to do the 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 kill muck, uh, fuck Mary thing, like I'm probably gonna like kill Mary. Yeah, you got it. I'm probably it's it's probably gonna have to kill Gene though. Like as much because she's not human. Like, something about her makes me weird. Like, it's not natural. She's got to go. Quistus is getting the bone. Hard. And I'm going to marry Tifa, because she puts up with all of Cloud's bullshit. All of it. All of it. If you watch Advent Children, like, he's all fucking jerking off on his motorcycle out in the outback somewhere. And she's at the bar with all the kids, like, I hope Cloud's okay. I could do anything. And she just put up with it. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to be married to somebody like that. Why? Like they just have no like nothing going for themselves. Tifa has plenty going for her. She whooped that dude's ass in the church. <laughs> yeah, but she's just like, like there's no, she's like there's no get up and go. Like, hey, let me go with Cloud. She's just like, oh well, he's gone. Oh well. I think it's less that and more she she's putting up with Cloud. If she, if Cloud was not screwing around, she probably would be doing more. Yeah, because he's doing nothing. He's out there literally doing nothing. She's like, well, someone's got to hold down the freaking fort. Yeah, we worked way too hard for the shit to fall apart. Somebody's got to make the money. Somebody's got to watch the kids. <laughs> uh, you have a point. Like, Clown's just out there riding his motorcycle like, yeah, shit's pretty fucked up, yo. Yeah. Life sucks for me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really a soldier. Well, that, he spends like the whole game pining after Aerith, and Tifa's still putting up with it. I know. Like, there's another damn woman that he's pining after, and she still puts up with him. She even puts out at the end of the game. Like, she flat out gives it to him. To be fair, though, like, it was the Zack's memories thing, pining for Aerith. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yes and no. Right? Because... Like a lot of, a lot of what the Zach's memory thing was, what it wasn't, like a lot of that was amalgam of the two. Like if you play uh, Crisis Core or whatever that dumbass game was, like Zach is nothing like how Cloud acts in the first half of Final Fantasy. Well, that's because Cloud thinks that's how Soldier acts. Because he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a badass. Except Zach never acted like a badass fucking soldier, even in even in Seven. Like, he's always just like, sup, dudes? Like, he is such a bro. That's, that's a perfect description for him. He is a bro. He's a bro. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs>